Hi there, and welcome to Positive Spirit, where we help our listeners find and live their best lives every day. My name is Coach Red, your host, and I'm here to talk, to listen, and hopefully change the world a little bit every week by doing it. Now, Positive Spirit is a podcast. It's a medium. Over time, I hope it will grow into a community where we can all grow and help others to do the same. That, frankly, is why I started this whole thing, to change the world one life at a time. That's a lot to say in a short little bit, so maybe a good place to start is to maybe introduce myself and let you know who I am and how I got here. First of all, my name is Michael, Michael Red. Most people nowadays do call me Coach Red because that's what I do and that's who I am. And honest answer, I kind of like it. I've kind of gravitated towards it. So typically when I introduce myself to people nowadays, it is it is this coach. Uh, and uh, even outside of my quote unquote professional circle, it's just something that has, has stuck. So I kind of like it. Uh, but outside of that, I'm a father of two wonderful teenage boys, Evan and Jameson, which is probably the simplest and best role that I play. But in addition to that, I'm also an author. Uh, a philosopher of sorts, a disruptor, a dreamer, an entrepreneur, an activist, a, a whole bunch of other things like we all are. But all of those things actually come into play here at Positive Spirit, or at least I hope they will as we continue this journey together. What's interesting, though, is that I wasn't always this way, though. Or rather, I probably was, but I spent more time trying to define myself inside other people's boxes that other people had designed for me, or at least that I perceived that they had this, uh, designed for me. So from a school standpoint, I was always the straight A student because I perceived that I was expected to be a straight A student. And I was an odd student because uh, school just always came naturally to me. I either had to uh, go to class or I had to read the book, but I never had to do both. And I could pretty much get straight A's or uh, later in my in, in my career when I was balancing career and, and work and family and everything, maybe high B's, but always above the above the curve of where I needed to be without a, a heck of a lot of effort in the process. Uh, professionally, I fell into that trap where it was always about, okay, what's that next thing for me? So for a guy who started off wanting to be uh, an astronaut, frankly, uh, and then ended up wanting to be an attorney because I thought that that was how you know people changed the world. Thank you, Plato. Uh, and then eventually became a business person, which was uh, reasonably successful, but mostly unfulfilling. Uh, I was still going through the motions of saying, okay, well, in order for me to be deemed successful at this, I needed to achieve this, 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 and this. Some of that was a lot of fun. I will be completely honest with you that, uh, you know, the excitement that I had early in my career, particularly working uh, for McDonald's Corporation, so I'll give a little bit of a shout out there. Uh, quite honestly, it was some of the best times I've ever had. I learned more about being a business person, more about multiculturalism, more about innovation, more about marketing, more about a whole bunch of different things there. But quite frankly, every place that I went to after that could never live up to it and was always a disappointment uh, until eventually I realized that it wasn't necessarily the companies. I mean, trust me, some of those companies were ones that uh, that I really did not I didn't fit in. Let's just put it that way. My attitude, my culture, my vibe is very, very different than those. But really what I was finding was that it was the profession that I wasn't necessarily fitting into anymore because I realized I had bigger things to do and different values. 
but even, you know, outside of school and work, just everything else, you know, we live in a society uh, where people define you by their own rules. And I guess as I take a look at the earliest parts of my life and my career, I was allowing myself to be defined by several of those rules, which was betraying my own authenticity and preventing me, which is another way of my saying I was preventing me from becoming the best human, the best person, living the best life that I could. And that's, you know, when I take a look at the last three to four years where I have kind of taken a major directional shift from that, uh, I feel like today I am living that better life, not quite at best, living that better life. And I'm trying to teach it to other people, which again, is the reason why we're here now with this positive spirit thing. But positive spirit is really just a piece of what it is that I've been trying to create for the last several years. And uh, we'll talk about some of this stuff in detail, but it really comes down to the fact that 20 years ago, uh, I sat down and was putting together this philosophy called Leadership Zen that was at the time a business management, business development philosophy it was about how to become a better business leader. But the more that I delved into it, I realized it was more about how to become a better person. So it was more of a personal development philosophy and it was more comprehensive than business. And so this has formed the underpinning of, of who I am. It underpins my company, Zen Fusion, and the brands that I have, whether it's Coaching by Zen or the Cause Change Foundation or whatever. All of this is, is, is built upon the foundation that people can be great. But in order to be great, we have to change the way that we look at ourselves, change the way that we look at the world, and be willing to practice a new set of habits in order to become that great and to be able to live the best lives that we can. And that's really what positive spirit is about. It's really about what my call it second half of my life career is about. And it's also why I embrace being called coach red because my role, my calling, my purpose in life is to help other people realize this thing, even as I'm on my own journey of it right now and always will be. Uh, and speaking of journeys, I suppose it's kind of important that I share with you another journey that I'm on, uh, which is the journey of a guy living with stage four colon cancer. Uh, this is a relatively new thing in my life. I just found out about it about three months ago. Uh, and, you know, through circumstances that, uh, you know, I couldn't even write a book about this kind of thing completely by accident, but thankfully something that, uh, you know, we were able to, to, to figure out was there and start getting me on a treatment plan. The reason I bring it up is because one of the things that I want to convey in positive spirit is that we all have a story. Sometimes our story has, you know, some good elements and they make us laugh. Uh, they make us smile. And sometimes there's things that make us scared and, you know, maybe, you know, if not scared for ourselves, maybe scared for others. And there's other ones that just, you know, downright make us angry or whatever. They all have a story. My story with respect to everything that I just told you from the school, the, the, the work, the, you know, being a parent and having cancer is all just a story. And they're all chapters and verses within those stories. Uh, they, help to paint a picture of who I am, but they don't necessarily define me. But I don't think that I would be authentic if I didn't at least share with you the fact that I do have that journey going on as well. And just so you know, I do write about that journey, uh, not often, but enough so I can share it with people so that they understand that there's people 
out there with it uh, at Coach Red. Uh, coachred.com, which is coachredred.com under my journey. Uh, so I'm going to mention that website every once in a while, just so you know where you can find me. But uh, enough about that one. Let's talk a little bit about uh, uh, about Leadership Zen and, and, and how it got here and where it came from. So as I mentioned, uh, this started about 15, 20 years ago. Uh, I literally remember I was sitting at a convention for McDonald's in Orlando and writing this idea of, of what I thought it meant to be great. And by great, I mean, what are the skills it took to be a great manager, a great leader, so on and so forth. And you got to put it in the context of the fact that I was living in a world at the time where number one, I was pursuing uh, my master's degree uh, at my company. It was, uh, you know, our development plans always had, well, did you take this course and what did you do with this course and so on and so forth? Uh, If you took the course, you were better. And on the one hand, all of that stuff spurred a natural curiosity in me, which is something that is a foundational principle of this leadership Zen thing. But at the same time, it occurred to me that, uh, again, we were back to checking boxes. Did you take the class? Did you get the degree? Uh, did you attend the course, meaning more in the professional one, the third one? None of those things necessarily added up to being a better leader, a better business person, uh, a better anything. It didn't even mean you were smarter. It just means that I went through and put the effort in to do the work. And sometimes it wasn't an awful lot of effort. Okay. So as this thing continued to evolve, it, it moved from this business world thing into more of a personal development philosophy. And that's where it rests today. Leadership Zen is a personal development philosophy that is designed to help people find their best selves and live that best life. Now, one thing that I've noticed in talking about Leadership Zen is that uh, I always have to explain first and foremost, for first and foremost, it is not a quote unquote Zen thing in the Buddhist Zen sense of the word. Okay. Did I learn about Zen uh, uh, from Buddhism? Yeah, I did. Because I, like I said, with McDonald's, I traveled the world, spent a little time in a place called Asakasa, a place of non-judgment where there's a very, very old Buddhist temple that, uh, you know, people just want to talk and listen and, and kind of talk about philosophy of, 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 you know, what their beliefs were. But those philosophies were non-judgmental and they were not offensive to anything that anybody else would have believed or should have believed. And I think when I talk about Zen from a leadership Zen standpoint, it really is about that mindset. It's about letting go of all of those things that hold us back from accepting ourselves and and accepting other people. Uh, It'll surprise some people to hear me say it. Most of those are people who don't know me and it will surprise no one who does know me, but I, I have no judgment of other people at all. There is nothing about me that is grounded in judgment of other people. Okay. And when I think about the concept of Zen, that's exactly what I think of. It's being open to new ideas. It's about being open to ourselves. It's about being open in the moment to what's happening around us. And it's about helping other people to get there because I got this, this whole, I like to help other people thing. So one of the things that I want to be exceptionally clear as you join the journey, as you listen to me, as you, as you hopefully start to get a little curious about uh, leadership Zen one of the things I want you to know is that it, this is not a Buddhist thing. Um, it is just a thing. It's just a way of approaching the world without judgment, with peace, 
with balance and with acceptance. And that acceptance has to start with you, but at the same time, it is also an acceptance of the world that's around you, which by the way, is not to be confused with, I just accept everything and I think it's okay. But more on that later, because I can go off on a serious tangent there and I'm trying not to. But uh, anyhow, so we've got this whole Zen mind thing, right? It's this whole idea of leadership Zen about letting go, letting things in without judgment. Okay. I personally needed to get over that myself. And that is how I began to grow. So coming back to the base question, what is leadership Zen? Well, again, it is a personal development philosophy. Does it work with business? Yes. Does it work with uh, your personal life, your social life? Yes. Also works with yourself, which I think is also important because it has a tendency to be one of the most neglected aspects of the roles that we play. We will be great as a, as a, as an employee, we'll be great as a partner, spouse, friend, parent, whatever, but we don't always take care of ourselves. And, and, and one of the balance quotients that I always try to preach to people is literally, you got to take care of all three. Okay. So it is very much about being a personal development philosophy. And the way that it works is really, my belief is that if we can change how we think, then we can change how we believe and then we can change how we act. Okay. So, uh, for me, the world is a set of possibilities and anything is possible. And the example that I really use a lot, probably overuse is that if you go back 25 years, the, the mainstream ast uh, astronomical, uh, community or astronomy community didn't believe that there were other planets outside the solar system. Okay. Now we find like a hundred a day and several of them are potentially in the quote unquote Goldilocks zone, so on and so forth. So it forced us to rethink our view of the universe uh, and of our place in it, which can't really deny that it's there. But if you go back 25 years, and that's not saying that people didn't believe that those things were out there, but the community basically, because they couldn't prove it, said that it wasn't there. Okay. I believe in the sense of possibilities. So when I think of things, I think of everything from the basis of curiosity. Curiosity challenges the way that I think. And when I open myself up to thinking in different ways, it challenges what I believe. So if 25, and I wasn't one of these people, 25 years ago, I was one of those people that did not believe that there could be planets outside the solar system. Well, 25 years later, it's hard for me not to, given all the evidence that's out there. Well, for me, I kind of take the evidence base piece out, not that I discount evidence, but I kind of assume that everything's possible until you prove to me it's not. And even then you can't really prove to me it's not because we've proven a lot of things are not possible that end up being possible. So all of that comes into the fact that when you open yourself to this world of possibility, of curiosity, of always living in wonder, uh, it changes how you act. And the key of changing how you act is that it ultimately becomes contagious. So when I talk about changing the world one life at a time, that is precisely what I mean. If we change how we look at the world, how we face the world, and we act accordingly and have the courage to act accordingly, then it will change other people. And that is how you change the world. Okay. It's a lofty dream, but that really is a... a a social dynamic that does have a tendency to work, but ultimately it does have to start with ourselves. Now, leadership Zen itself is based upon what I call the six commitments. Okay. And those six commitments are authenticity, curiosity, vision, passion, courage, and humility. Now I'm not going to go into all of those, uh, uh, uh today, 
because this is really an introduction, but fundamentally authenticity is the foundation one, because I firmly believe that if we can't become real with ourselves and we can't become real with others, and until we do, it's going to kind of make the other five a little hard to get used to. But it really is about the idea of taking these concepts, practicing certain things about them, and then turning them into habits. And those habits become sort of the way that we not govern our lives, but live our lives. Governing our lives means that we are making an active effort to live that way. Living our lives means it just happens that way on autopilot. And I think that that's where the, the underpinning of, of, uh, authenticity comes from is it gives us the ability to be able to operate in that autopilot. And that is one of the goals that we have here at Leadership Zen. Okay. Um, it's the contagion factor that's important though, but it's not what I want to focus on here because when I think about positive spirit, yes, do I believe that there's an opportunity to create positivity in the world? Yes. Do I believe that there's an opportunity to increase balance and, and compassion and all the rest of that? Yes. But I also believe that the most important place to start that is with yourself. And that is going to be the primary focus of the podcast. It's also going to be a primary, is a primary focus of my, uh, of my practice as a coach as well. And what I help my other coaches help other people do as well. But uh, fundamentally, again, I could spend an hour talking about it, but uh, that is fundamentally Leadership Zen. And we are going to explore more of that as time goes on. So again, this is just an introduction. So I don't want to spend all day. I mean, I could take an hour talking about this. I could take two, but really what I want to do is introduce myself, introduce the philosophy and introduce what we're going to be doing over, you know, time. And, uh, my vision right now is that this will be a weekly podcast. Uh, and the format will be loose. There will be topics that I will want to talk about each week. Okay. Cause I think that's critical to get us grounded in things. But I also am very big on saying that I want this to be driven by the listener. Okay. I'm very, very accessible. Again, you can always find me at coachredred.com. And I love emails, and there will be ways that you can communicate with me on the podcast site, so on and so forth. Give ideas about what you want to talk about. And this is not going to be all about me. This is going to be all about things that I have in my brain, sure, but it's also going to be about interviewing other people, co hosting with other people making sure that a lot of views are heard on here when it comes to personal growth and development. That will be driven by the nature of what's going on outside of us. It's going to be driven by what the, the community decides that they want to do. Uh, and it's going to be driven hopefully on some ideas that I have as I continue to perceive the world as I do. But the idea is that if this is going to work, if, if positive spirit is going to work, it has to be, it has to work based upon not a traditional teaching model where you have the lecturer and the student, but one in which we share ideas, we share curiosity, we discuss possibility and we figure out how to bring those things to life. But what I will tell you is that my ultimate goal in this, uh, number one, I'm always a fan of, 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 you know, promoting my own growth the same way I think you should promote your own growth. I intend to grow by doing this podcast. I intend to grow by interacting with the community and I intend to grow by meeting and learning more about you. I hope that you do the same. But at the same time, what I also want to do is I want to bring awareness to the fact that we all have an opportunity to touch lives. And as many as we want, I have a company that surrounds us. So there's me, the, the coach, coach red, 
But there's also coaching by Zen where I've got some talented coaches with a variety of different skill sets who put me to shame who just want to help people. You can find them at coachingbyzen.com. We have a charitable foundation called the Cause Change Foundation, which is actually hashtag Cause Change Foundation, which can be found at causingchange.org, where we try to impact uh, health and wellness. We try to impact the environment. We try to make the world a better place tomorrow than it was when we got here yesterday. All of this is about saying that, listen, positive spirit is not about hearing me talk. It's not about my sitting here and just ranting and raving about the you know topics of the day and how to become a better person. It really is about wanting to produce tangible change. And what I'm asking is that every one of you that participates in this, every one of you that chooses to listen and contribute to what we do here, um, keep that in mind because you definitely have the power to change your own fortunes and to live that best life for yourself. But you also have the power to really affect a whole lot of other people. And what I hope that we can do together is to do just that. So thanks for listening today. Uh, I really look forward to interacting with you over time and uh, we'll see you next time. Take care.